0: This is Korea Escape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. The key to really tapping into the mindset here in Korea, or really in any country, is to listen to what people are saying to each other, what they're buzzing about on social media and in mainstream media. We do that twice a week in a thing we call Culture Pulse, and on Thursdays, Miss Natasha So is here to guide us on the journey. Hello, Natasha. Good morning, Kat. So yeah, we usually get through about three topics. Let's hit topic one. Long before the cutthroat competition to get into university, there's some pretty stiff competition in high school.
1: That's right. So, I mean, there's competition to get into high school nowadays, right? So once you get into the school of your choice, the next hurdle is to get into the student club or tungari of your choice. Hmm. Kurt, were you a part of a 동아리? Back in high school?
0: Oh, yeah. I played the sports and stuff, mm-hmm. and I did computers. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, you're a computer nerd.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the dawn of computer technology. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, was it
1: hard to get into? Not at all. Not at all. No. Say, so, I mean, I was part of a peer tutoring, Dongari, uh-huh. but they had a very open arms policy. All you had to do was sign your name on there and just turn up.
0: So you're saying they're restrictive in Korean schools?
1: These ones, it's a whole different kind of clubs. It's serious stuff. I mean, there's usually a two-to-three-step admissions process. A written exam, once you pass that, you have a face-to-face interview. And once you pass that, there is a public speech. And although positions are limited to just 5 to 20 students per year, up to 100 freshmen will apply, making the chances of getting in as low as 1 to 10. And the kind of clubs that are high, uh, that are in high demand are the English clubs, the newspaper clubs, science clubs, and debating clubs. And
0: is this sort of, sort of a spec thing? If you can say you were in the club, then...
1: It is a spec thing and also a networking thing. Uh, you meet other high-achieving people interested in the same field as you, and there's often a one-on-one mentor-mentee arrangement with a somebody one or two years above you. There you go. And in the most prestigious clubs, many club graduates will be current students at the so-called Sky Colleges, you know, the Seoul National University, Korea University, and Yonsei. SKY. SKY, yeah. So you get to meet them and pick their brains about how they got in and whether they're enjoying their chosen discipline.
0: So you're paving your way to university by networking with these sunbaes. Already in high school.
1: Exactly. It's getting very tough. So that was the networking aspect. And there is also the practical college entrance aspect. In Korea, high school students, they enter university through two main methods, through Tongxi and <laughs> sushi. Sushi? Oh, oh, clap clap!
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is sushi in this context?
1: So in this context, Tongxi is regular admission, which where the focus is on your Sunung or standardized college entrance exam score. On the other hand, sushi is early admission, which takes into account things like which student club were you a part of. So belonging to a well-known club or a club focusing on the field that you're trying to apply to, it will definitely give you a leg up in the sushi process.
0: So if you're super-duper sure that you want to go to, for example, Yonsei, mm-hmm. you, can apply, you can apply way early. And if you were in an awesome club...
1: As well as 10 different other things, right. like a good reference letter.
0: Good refer- so your networking can slightly counterbalance your sunung if your sunung wasn't super hot.
1: Um, in that case, it's more about that you participated in the uh, group as opposed to the network itself.
0: Got it. Mm-hmm. So what are people saying about this uh, networking and competitive club atmosphere?
1: Well, many of the popular comments refer to the early admission system saying sushi is designed to give the gold spoons a greater chance at getting into the top schools. Uh-huh. Get rid of sushi, tongxi is what gives everyone a fair starting line. This is wrong on so many levels. School is a place of learning. Yet the moment you enter, they've already created a car system based on how much you already know. Mm -hmm. And the effects of youth unemployment is trickling all the way down to high school.
0: Get used to social isolation now, kids. (gasps) (laughs) You've got
1: a lifetime full of it ahead. You are who you hang out with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Topic number two. um, We've talked about how civil servants is becoming more popular as a steady, sort of stable job. Mm -hmm. If you want to become a civil servant, of course, there's an exam, a very Mm -hmm. Confucian tradition. And if you want to pass the exam... Kangnam is apparently the place to be.
1: That's right. Nuriangjin is that has traditionally been the mecca. It still is the mecca for those preparing for the civil servant exams, but the area around Kangnam Station is the up-and-coming hotspot. So up until recently, the major hagwons around Kangnam Station were mostly language hagwons, so English, Chinese, maybe Japanese. Then in 2012, major hagwon franchise hackers opened a civil servant exam branch in Gangnam Station, followed by another franchise gongdangi in 2015. And soon enough, students from nearby areas started flocking in by the mass.
0: What I've always understood about the area right around Nuryangjin is that it is packed with hagwons. A lot of those hagwons are sort of cram schools for kids that didn't quite do so well on the Sunung, Mm -hmm. and they're going to retake it. So they have basically become monastically devoted to studying for the retake of the Sunung.
1: Right, right.
0: But now you're saying that uh, there's uh, some infrastructure for the uh, civil service exam. When we compare, like, the usual Noryangjin with, say, more upscale Gangnam Station area? How do those two shake out?
1: Well, the major advantage that Gangnam has over Noriangjin is accessibility to public transport. Uh-huh. There are two subway lines as well as direct bus routes to major cities in gyeonggi province. So unless you live in the inner Seoul area, it's much easier to commute to and from Gangnam than to and from Noriangjin. And as you mentioned, it's a glitzier in Gangnam, right? Sure. Some people favor that atmosphere. The hagwon buildings are relatively new, and outside the hagwons, the streets, so fancier than in Nuriangjin, which has in the past been described as being drab and a bit run down.
0: Why are you looking at the streets in the first place? Look at your <laughs> books.
1: Yes. But, I mean, if it's glitzy outside the Hagon, it's refreshing. It's a nice... Shake up
0: these spoiled (laughs) kids nowadays. Kangnam's got to be more expensive.
1: It definitely is. Uh, Meals typically cost double that found in Doyangjin, and rent is usually twice as expensive as well. Even for those tiny one-room apartments. Uh So to get around this, many students travel to Kangnam in the morning and spend the whole day studying there at what's called a study cafe. These are spaces that is a mix between a traditional coffee shop and a library. Mm -hmm. So the background music is usually classic or something non-vocal as opposed to K-pop. Sure. And people talk in hushed voices, but you can still order coffee and eat some light food while you study. And today there are around 25 such study cafes or study rooms near Gangnam Station, mostly taken up by the civil servant exam students.
0: Ooh, that's a lot of kids studying for civil service. Well, what are people saying about this whole prep for civil service?
1: Uh, One person wrote... I'm in my second year of preparing for the civil servant exams. The study cafes in the Gangnam Station area are really cost-effective. For the cost of an Americano, you can study all day. The AC is turned up really high, there's Wi-Fi, and there's just enough background noise to help you concentrate. Hmm. Meanwhile, others had a different experience. I tried the Gangnam scene, but it wasn't for me. There's just too much temptation there. Movie theatres, shops... Bowling alleys, pretty girls, it's hard to keep your mind fixed on the exam.
0: Exactly. Hence, you should go to the most drab district possible.
1: The a Yang lamp, Jing. a
0: desk, and a book. That's what you need, son. <laughs> Topic number three, the 2030s. What's the 2030s?
1: This is indicative of the fact that you are not part of the 2030s. It's people who are in their 20s and 30s.
0: Okay. <laughs> I thought we were talking about some future sci-fi <laughs> trend upcoming. Uh, the 2030s unlike the 386s, <laughs> are frequenting convenience stores more often to just uh, have a bite to eat and chill out.
1: Mm-hmm. So for these people, the 24-hour corner shop isn't just a place to recharge your tea money card or to grab a quick bottle of water. It's a place where you can buy the ingredients to create a unique dish and a place to hang out. And evidence of this is the trending social media hashtags 편의점놀이, or convenience store fun, and 편의점 Toddy convenience store raid. So what people do is they take pictures of their latest convenience store shopping spree and they upload it and strangely enough it becomes a point of interest.
0: So you're telling me that the 2030s have just discovered that convenience stores are a fun place to hang out and that an they can buy some <laughs> snacks. And just because they're Instagramming it, they think they've discovered this?
1: Well, it's, it goes beyond simply buying a bag of chips. You're combining different things and creating a <laughs> You're new... You're
0: expressing yourself. Okay, I understand. <laughs> yes. uh, I was just talking the other week to mm-hmm. uh, some YouTube stars right. here in the Korea space. Um, and one of their more popular videos is called uh, Convenience Store Dining. Exactly, Um, They went in and they bought all kinds of stuff and made creative desserts out of, like, crushed cookies and whatnot. So this kind of thing is kind of catching on.
1: It is, and a variant of bokbang... So a YouTuber might, you know, eat six different flavors of the triangular pups and comment on its taste. Or grab two different brands of chocolate milk and compare and contrast everything down to its sweetness, nutritional content, price per milliliter, and texture, how creamy it is. And many of these videos, they get up to one million hits each. Very popular. That
0: is nuts.
1: Stop rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> I
0: cannot imagine, you know, oh, I wonder what those guys did at the convenience store. Let me tune in to a four-minute video. I,
1: I <laughs> but, you know, as a female, it's similar to beauty bloggers where they compare two different types of lotion. Well,
0: now, there you go. There You're, you're, you're seeking to actually take on that knowledge and improve your life with my consumer choice of, of lotion exactly. or whatever.
1: Same for chocolate milk. Really? Mm-hmm. It's an important decision.
0: I will say that uh, convenience stores are some of the best al fresco lounging in ah, the city they've yes. always got those plastic tables mm-hmm. out front you can get uh, a beer and chill out and watch the world go by mm-hmm. so yeah um youtubing your convenience store purchases what are what are some people talking about online
1: well you mentioned the desserts right there are also 부대찌개, which can be made by putting one of those vacuum-packed sausage and a tubu into a 컵라면, and you have instant 부대찌개, and things like that so the biggest draw for convenience store foods <clears throat> excuse me is its accessibility you know because the stores are everywhere and products are cheap it's much easier for anyone to buy the product and take part in the latest trend
0: so, in terms of comments, what are people saying?
1: pyeonggi is a great place to relieve stress. Sugary foods release instant endorphins and their satisfaction in walking into our store and knowing that I can pretty much afford any item I want. As a poor student, I don't get to have this experience elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Also, it's all good but I swear my lifespan decreases by a day with each 편의점 hamburger that I eat.
0: Right. Those things will survive a nuclear war. The other <laughs> thing that alarms me in the 편의점 is cheese that doesn't require refrigeration. Mm. I think there's something something weird has gone in the, on in the lab. Something that cheese. has a
1: long life sh- exactly. shelf life.
0: Those cheese tubes that they keep right by the register. All right. YouTube, your convenience store purchases today. Why not? You can be like a 2030. And that's <laughs> Culture Pulse. Natasha, thank you for coming in.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. And escape resumes right after this.